Made on Zencaster. Welcome back to the Inquisitive Project, where we are finding inspiration in everyday things. Today, I wanted to read an essay that I wrote titled, When Fear Settles In. This is the audio version of that essay, and if you want to receive the text, make sure to go over to inquisitiveproject.substack.com to subscribe to the emails, and then you will receive that the text of this essay. So yeah, hope you enjoy. When fear settles in. I have been told to think twice before you speak multiple times in my life. Mostly when I was younger, and probably by my parents more often than anyone else. I said a lot of rude things as a kid to random people. I was not fully aware of the implications of my words, and still am not now. To contain that side of me as an adult, I try to put more thought into my words before I say anything. My motivation behind this is simple. I want to use the correct phraseology to communicate the truth lovingly without saying a million words. Finding the, those correct words can be time-consuming and in American conversation where everything needs to be quick and instantaneous, I can't come up with anything clever to say. And nothing comes to mind. I stay silent. That's when I start worrying about what other people think about me. I worry that I am letting a moment slip away, a moment that was ripe for getting through to someone, breaking down a barrier, or confronting someone on something that needs to be confronted. But here I am, unable to find the right words and falling silent because of it. And that's when the fear settles in. Fear, anxiety, and later, depression. It's a cycle. I become paralyzed in those moments. The last thing I want to do is say the wrong, hurtful thing and mess it all up. I don't want people to think I'm rude. On the other hand, if I use too many words, then people will get lost or bored. If I use too few and don't set up my premise, then people get understandably confused and end up disregarding what I say. As I go through all these thoughts in my head, I only have two goals. Either I say the right thing, or two, I don't say anything at all. As I said before, the right thing will be communicating the truth lovingly and succinctly, so that's my goal. But instead, I let fear settle in, something I cannot allow to happen anymore. Before I lose my audience with all this theoretical discussion, let me provide an example so my meaning is more clear. There was a story on Reddit where a girl, we'll call her A, goes on a double date with her boyfriend, her friend, and her friend's new boyfriend, we'll call him N.B. for new boyfriend. At some point on the date, N.B. claimed that marinara means red in Italian. Person A called him out on his incorrect, easily fact-checkable statement. He became upset after being confronted and completely stormed out of the date, throwing a temper tantrum, huge marinara flag there. While talking in a group, we all have instances where someone says something outlandish or false. Nevertheless, the confrontation of our po po 
excuse me, the confrontation of our poster was brave. It took courage for her to stand up to someone who said something completely false like that. It could be something small, like red sauce being incorrectly named, but it could also be something big. I once had an acquaintance who told me that because he was in the military and served on a tour somewhere in Europe, he couldn't tell me where specifically, he was now eligible for a VA home loan. He was telling me all about how great they are, 0% down payment required, and a 0% interest rate too. Wonderful. Sounds too good to be true, because it is. His claim was something factually inaccurate. He said it was virtually a 0% interest loans. You can fact check me all you want, but VA home loans are not 0% interest. Not true in any sense, and this isn't my opinion. Again, it's just a fact. So here I was, dumbfounded by my friend's false statement. Do I say anything? If so, what should I say? What should I address, if anything? These are the moments where I get paralyzed. I aim to say something good and right and true and loving, but if I say the wrong thing, then I might lose the conversation. If I say, I don't know about that, then, well, knowing him, he would say, my VA rep told me, or my friend who did the loan is who told me, and I'm pretty sure he knows what he's talking about. I can already sense the defensiveness coming, and I can't, haven't even opened up my mouth yet. He didn't ask for my opinion, but if I have this, the chance to correct someone's belief about something objective, do I have the responsibility to say anything? To say something? A lot of these situations come up in political discussions. I try to steer away from politics on this platform because it usually gets personal and heated very quickly. But two things drive me bananas. When opinions are stated as facts, and when repeated fallacies are considered truth simply because everyone else is saying and repeating the same words or story. When people I am conversing with do one of those two things, I have two reactions. Stay quiet because they won't listen to you, me anyway, or try to quietly confront them through a Socratic method. Ask questions to make them ask more questions about their beliefs. In my experience, I tend to follow the first one. But neither of these involves direct confrontation. I don't know about others, but especially in public settings, I get paralyzed. I observe something wrong that needs to be or should be addressed. My first instinct is to say something, but I need to think just a second or two before I do. Otherwise, whatever I say might not reflect what I need to say. So I think again and again. Seconds continue to pass as I think of the right words to say, words that are truthful, loving, succinct, but impossible to find. During this search for the correct words, I also start to think about what people are thinking about me. Many people have commented on my slowness in speech. Sometimes I can say quick-witted things, but it's rarely helpful. I don't want to just say be quick-witted. I want to say something profound. Have you ever been in this situation? Is saying I can't find the right words a good excuse to be silent? Or am I a coward? The last thing I want to be is a coward. There are times when I need to speak up. To be a bully, to, to a bully, to a coworker who is gossiping, to a friend who has the wrong idea about something, etc. I don't want to be confrontational and end up coming off as a jerk or in a conflict. So perhaps there is a balance. 
This is why I like Jordan Peterson. The man is legendary for his ability to think deeply about random, seemingly small things, but more importantly, he stands up for his beliefs. He has talked personally about his hatred of confrontation and conflict. He says it is discomforting for him. It's awkward. But when he knows the truth, he will not sit idly by and allow himself to diminish his beliefs simply because he is afraid of what what others think of him or the awkwardness that might ensue. But he also doesn't get emotional when he stands up for himself. He doesn't get the wrathfulness that I seem to fall into. When he can calmly dismantle the arguments while retaining good conversations, I want that. I want the bravery to speak up when I am convicted to say something. Could be in a variety of ways, political discussions, economic debates, theological debates, etc. I have good friends that I can speak to endlessly about these things in a good way, but most of them just agree with my perspective to begin with, or they respect me enough to realize that my rationality has substance. But what about the people who don't like confrontation? Like NB from the Reddit post example. The people who would storm off, raise their voices, call me a bigot or idiot, interrupt me to correct me on some straw man argument and pretend they've somehow proven me wrong. I've had people get angry at me and I return to my worries about what other people think of me. Am I a jerk? Those are the moments when fear settles in. Anxiety. I feel the conviction to say something, to stand up for my beliefs, to stand for the truth. I also don't want to say the wrong thing, have it taken the wrong way, and start friendship or relationship issues, and I don't want people to think I'm just one of those guys. It's a balancing act, and a vital one. My fear comes from the criticism coming from people who don't agree with me when I voice my convictions. My anxiety is driven by... What I think people think of me. And depression comes afterwards as I sit at home thinking of all the things I should have said or wanted to say but didn't. I think of myself as a coward for not standing up for myself and others. William Wilberforce comes to mind as a man whose example I can follow. For those of you who don't know, he was an Englishman from the late 18th century into the 19th century. As a member of parliament, he is most known for his for courageously fighting the abolition of the British slave trade. At one point, he was labeled a seditionist against the English crown because his political position to abolish the slave trade was understood as his disapproval of even revolution against the English monarchy. He believed in the equality of man, who was certainly not a seditionist, but who he was and how people of his time perceived him are two very different things. Here's my fault. I fear how people perceive me, but I don't, don't I know that who I am is different than how they perceive me? Wilberforce was not afraid to stand up for what he believed in wholeheartedly. I want that. I want to stop fearing others' perceptions of me. I doubt I will ever stand up to the same levels of criticism and personal attack that he did, but I can learn from that nonetheless. If he can take a stand in the face of that much adversity, so can I. It's hard. Fear and anxiety will always be there. There's nothing I can do to prevent that. But I am working on following the likes of Jordan Peterson and William Wilberforce. I need reminders in these moments, instantaneous reminders. That's why I have quotes, songs, 
and a ring. I have a ring I wear every day on my right ring finger. Every morning I take it out of a box. On top of it, of it has the inscription, Have Courage. It serves as my, as my reminder. I can hold on to it when the moment comes for me to have courage and fight the fear to prevent it from settling in. Here are some additional reminders that I use, utilize. Have courage and conviction. The wind may come, the rain may fall, but there will still be many miles to go. Fear is a liar. There are other forces in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. These are just some of the reminders that I carry with me. Stand up for your beliefs. It's time I did. That doesn't mean that I get to be a jerk and will correct everyone. But when someone says something against me, when they are bullied to someone, whenever I feel convicted to say something, I remember to choose courage, to know what I believe in, and to say the words from my heart, to say the truth lovingly and succinctly. I have no reason to fear what people think of me, knowing my intentions. It's time I don't let fear settle in. Music for this podcast is provided by Kevin MacLeod, New Hero in Town.